All right. Hey, everyone. This is Hires Hollywood, the podcast where we pitch the shows Hollywood should be making. I'm your co-host, Jackie. I'm Diana. And, and we have a super duper special guest today. Hello, everyone. It's Rob! Yay! <laughs> We're very excited because we wanted Rob to be on this podcast forever because he is just the coolest human. And now it's happening! Thank you guys so much for having me on. I'm a longtime listener, first time uh, coming on a podcast hoster person. Er. <laughs> this is the first for everything, the first of many. Definitely. <laughs> And Rob's one of those people where we're supposed to give dull facts. You know, that's our thing now. I don't know if we're going to be able to come up with dull facts for Rob. Yeah, I really dull. think that, that we we need to aim high like Rob's charisma and do some fun facts. Okay. Do you want to start, Jackie? Um, when, no, you should go first. You should definitely go first. I should definitely go first. Okay. Hmm, let me think of a good one. I feel like I feel like this is just a standard fact that people need to know is that Rob has a mohawk and mm -hmm. it's the coolest thing. I just I remember when I first met him at work, everyone's like, Oh yeah, he has a mohawk. I'm like, okay, whatever. But then you see it and it's such a thing of like beauty and glamour that he pulls off very well. And many people can't pull off mohawks. I want to be very clear mm -hmm. about that. But it's part of his essence, and I feel like the more you guys hear him, you'll be like, it makes sense, just when you listen. And it's just, I remember <laughs> one time you shaved your mohawk, and everyone was so concerned. They were like, is he okay? Like, what's going on? And then when you got it back, it felt like everything was right in the universe again. <laughs> so that's my fun, fun slash standard fact about Rob. <laughs> And I think what my fun fact for Rob is, is that, like, everybody knows longboarding is, like, a fad or a cool thing or, you know, whatever. But, like, Rob actually longboards. Like, there's a thing of doing it to look cool and then doing it because you can and doing it because you're good at it. And I have to say, Rob is a very skilled longboarder. I have seen him carrying multiple things of food while having several clothing issues. And, man... I wouldn't know it because Rob is smooth as hell. What do you mean by clothing issues? <laughs> Rob, remember when you picked up, uh, was it Ruby Tuesdays and you ripped your pants? Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was, that was, oh, man, that was a great day. I got some new pants and that actually set a new style for me. So it was it was, it was quite a great day. <laughs> I don't think very many people would count ripping their pants as a good day, but I'm glad you <laughs> I was very happy. I was. Thank you so much. I was ambushed by this. Uh, uh, I, I, feel, I feel so, uh, so quite honored. And 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 again, yeah, I need. I definitely needed this today. So I'm on. I'm on like cloud nine now. Thank you so much, guys. Okay. Absolutely. As, as we've discussed earlier, there's a weird energy today mm -hmm. in the universe. And mm -hmm. um, as we've discussed prior to this podcast, Rob will be inventing a spaceship that has sage on the back of it, so we can cleanse mm -hmm. the world. So be on the lookout for that too. And please tell me you're going to bring your Pikachu lunchbox on it. Because that's the other thing. We should post this with the picture. Because uh, in our old break room, it was, like, always such a good 
I knew it was going to be a good day if I saw, like, even before I saw Rob, if I saw him, and then I would, he would sometimes set his, like, Pikachu lunchbox. So you would just be, like, looking at Pikachu's face when you came in, and it made me really happy. That was that is definitely my favorite lunchbox I've ever gotten. I, I, I it, it is one of those like pr- proud things that I actually have of being like, yes, I'm like a 32 year old adult with a lunchbox. It happens to have Pikachu's face and his ears, which are moldable and immoldable, so you can you can do whatever you want with them. I was very happy when I saw it. I was like, I was actually very happy to receive it. I'm glad that it has the ears because if you're gonna have a Pikachu lunchbox, you gotta commit to the full look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, you're like, like, you can't just have a, a, a sticker slapped on there. Exactly. It's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Well, now okay. let's go into our favorite part, our vibe check. Okay, I think I'm going to go first because I made Diana go first when we were doing all of our fun facts. So mine is actually pretty low-key for me, where it's just like this cute thing somebody drew where it's like a steaming cup of coffee a nice like little tea and then a to-go cup and then it says like on cursive with like a curve in it like magic energy potions that is delightful mm-hmm. that is amazing. do you feel like a witch when you drink your tea or coffee yes <laughs> no doubt. before as we've all been having days i sent diana a number of erratic anxiety text messages and then i was like I, like, need to stop. And then I went and made some hot cocoa, and my life was better after the hot cocoa. And I was like, I'm really sorry for that barrage of anxiety messages. Diana was like, I'm having a day, and you are totally fine. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) Truly, hot cocoa solves most of the world's problems. Especially some some really cool cups. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rob, I think you should get to go next for the vibe check. Um, so I have quite a few vibe checks. So, uh, the, the first thing, because multiple things, like, it's, it's been quite a week since I've been asked to come onto this podcast. So, uh, I came home randomly to, like, my basement flooding, Ooh. which was just craziness, craziness. Uh, like, a week prior to that, my car decided to, like, die. Thankfully, that all got taken care of, like, very easy. Um, and I, I've just been resorting a lot to the internet. And just been and 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 uh, been watching a whole lot of TikToks and things like that. Um, I would say that my current feeling right now is that is that meme where the guy or where it shows a picture of the skeleton and it's like uh, when you drink coffee and you have no sleep, but the caffeine has no effect on you. And you, you just <laughs> but you just like have have the the caffeine coursing through your veins. That's exactly how I feel. Like I would say over the course of this week because I've just gotten like almost no sleep because of everything. But uh, I've been resorting to TikTok quite a bit because it's just it's it's a great place just to lose like hours and hours and hours of your life to. Um, mm-hmm. And somebody decided to, and I'm very glad that we had this discussion before we got onto the podcast about our favorite childhood uh, cartoons. It's somebody decided to put uh, Ed and Eddie Ed mm. singing "Your Love" by the Outfield and how much it sounds exactly like ed from ed and eddie and it's the, quite a, one of the most hilarious things i've i've found and i i i was like in, in like a coughing fit because i could not stand how hilarious that was have you seen on tiktok it's like really popular like similar to like the ed ed and eddie doing covers of song the voices it's people doing like covers of pop songs but like in the voice of toad from mario kart <laughs> 
<laughs> I have seen this. I lose my shit every single time. Because you're like, okay, this is um Adele, someone like you, in the style of Toad. I'm just, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. There was somebody who did a TikTok, and it was, uh, like, he's doing that whole setup. But he goes, hey, have you ever wondered what it would be like if they, uh, somebody did Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus, but it was sung by 300 bees? And then it's just, <laughs> Party in the USA starts, and then it's just bees. And it's, it's, oh, man, it killed me when I saw that. TikTok is such a, a wild, wild west platform, and I love every minute of it. Speaking of which, I'll do my vibe check, which is also from TikTok. And it just has had me laughing for like three days now. So it's this guy and he's like, okay, this is me doing my Shrek impression. And he goes, hey, bada bing, I'm Shrek. He just starts talking like an Italian accent. He's like, hey, get out of my swamp. Hey, just... It's so dumb. I love it so much. Also, I still. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. <laughs> Just you know, it's truly not an episode of the podcast without a Shrek reference. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just art, you know. Not this podcast, Shrek. Well, maybe both, but mostly Shrek. But. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do want to see, because do you guys remember originally, apparently, Mike Myers, when he recorded Shrek, he did it a completely different voice? He did? Yeah, that was, like, the whole thing. Like, he didn't do his accent, like, his Scottish accent. Like, there's a version of Shrek's audio out in the ether somewhere that isn't Shrek's voice. It's something else, and I want to find that. That's my national treasure right there. Could oh my you? God, that sounds amazing. Like, could you imagine? Like you're just like a little intern at like DreamWorks, and you're going through some stuff to organize, and you find the tapes, and it's like the original Shrek audio. What would you do? Would you leak it to the internet, or would you just listen to it once and be like, "This is my holy grail. I'm not going to share it." <laughs> See, I think I think I'd probably I'd probably do the the latter, just because I would be so terrified to leak that to the public, because then I would just I I would just I would have but. I would I would need to hear it. I would just absolutely need to hear what what that sounds like because that just sounds amazing. Yeah, there's probably someone out there. I mean, besides like Mike Myers and the people who made it, there's someone who like interned for DreamWorks in like 2003 and is like, I know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> what if you just put that onto cassette tapes and then you just scatter these cassette tapes in the wild? Because like no one knows how to play cassette tapes. Like no one has the right infrastructure for it. So like imagine how diabolical you'd be if not that you like put it on YouTube, but you just were like, I have made ten copies, <laughs> and they are laying a strewn about <laughs> treasure map. It's like a very happy version of the ring. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then just stupid. a donkey comes out of your TV <laughs> and makes you waffles. Oh lord! Okay, well that's that's a future pitch. <laughs> Tonight we're here for Rob's pitch, and I'm very very excited. We have absolutely no idea what he's going to say. He's just told us that he's been thinking about it all week, which is usually so much longer than we ever think about any of ours. So I know it's going to be good. Yep. 
Uh, so yeah, when when you guys first told me about this, I I, I immediately kind of just went through the rolodex of ideas of just like random things I think about. To put it into a little bit of perspective, I am somewhat cheating in the fact that I that me and my cousin all the time will talk about uh, writing movies and things like that because he he has a, a direct uh, a degree in in film, so we'll just talk constantly about about like movies and things that we want to make so i kind of started spinning through the rolodex and honestly this just came to me randomly so i'm very happy that that that, that, that this is a brand new fresh idea that i've never had ever before uh ultimately this week so i got the idea basically watching an episode of x-files so the the show premise here is these two people who, un unrelated to each other, have no idea who each, other, who each other are, Sasha and Jonathan. They both win contests, and these contests are TV reality shows. Uh, the first one is, do you have all the talent? Not just, not just some of it. We don't want to hear one talent or anything. No, do you have all of it? So, like, are you able to sing? Are you able to dance? Are you able to uh, uh, build a house? You know, we, want to, we want to know. We want to understand. Are you able to do everything? And then the other one uh, that Jonathan happens to uh, succeed in is America's Next Top Ninja Idol, uh, where it's a singing and dancing competition while also mixing a ninja warrior. So <laughs> both of these uh, both of these individuals win these contests, and they get to the life of luxury. They become celebrities, and they get to enjoy everything that there is to love about being a celebrity. There's one thing, though, after one year that they did not realize and it's something that every kind of uh, person kind of really neglects to uh understand about about kind of dealing with uh dealing with things uh such as like being a celebrity or like you know a witch or anything else of that nature there's uh, certain conditions that are written into there so one of the conditions that is written into there is that they have to report to the service so one day they get both kidnapped and picked oh. up by the service and brought to there, where they meet the head of the service. And the head of the service is Tom Hanks. <laughs> like Tom Hanks as himself? Yes, yes. Yes, okay. He is the founder and the original person to start the Celebrity Files. Essentially, every conspiracy theory is true. Hmm. He has tasked them now to take over for the last two people who have who have won the contest many years ago, and that have now succeeded in, in in successfully keeping all the celebrity conspiracy theories in control. Not only are they there to discover new conspiracy theories, but they're also there to keep everything in control and isolate and make sure that uh, they, nothing gets too crazy or nothing gets too wild out into the public. They want to keep a certain level of speculation out to there because they want people to believe that, well, you know, people are crazy and will we'll believe anything. So they want people to believe it, but they also want to leave a certain level of skepticism so that people believe it's crazy and outlandish. And that, of course, nobody would ever think that that uh, Avril Lavigne could be a clone <laughs> or something along those lines. Um, so... Uh, basically, now these two are tasked to either discover or to keep something uh, 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 intact. One of the first episodes I actually thought of was, uh, speaking of Avril, was they had to take care of one of the Avril clones because <sighs> they have multiplied and taked over, uh, took over Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, 
because she was performing a concert there, and one of her fans didn't know that if you splashed water on her while she was performing, that it would multiply. And after they multiply, they happen to be quite similar to gremlins, that they just go crazy, and, and they happen to just take over there. So they have to go and basically shut down all the clones of Admiral. So it's just Avril going wild over the city of Salt Lake, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh you know, God. not. I mean, I mean, like, like, how often do you see now in music? I mean, like, like there was plenty of music videos before Avril went away, but you don't see very many new music videos with her in water. So I mean, oh. it's, it's kind of a natural thing. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. So basically, in a very X Filesy kind of way, they have to go and solve these either crimes or new discoveries of conspiracy theories, or basically keep things in check, or kind of very Men in Blacky go go through and be like, "Hey, we're gonna like, race everyone's minds." Oh my God! How do they capture the Avrils? Um. So they have to actually take them down of a combination of of salt. <laughs> and uh, and and sodium uh, sodium chloroxide. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Uh, that's 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 probably a thing. Um, and they basically have to take they, they take them down, and then uh, they're able to secure the one true clone and restabilize her. So, and 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 in uh, doing so, they're able to succeed in in not only taking down there, but they're able to actually get a lot more uh, uh, clones available for other celebrities who happen to pass away. Or, you know, like, you know, they need to uh, ultimately take out because they're getting too too smart for everything. Uh, one of the main things that I wanted to uh, have is like a main staple villain um, oh. is is Nicolas Cage. <gasps> yes. <laughs> He's great. Um, he, he is somebody who's most wanted because they, they can't figure out what he is. Um, they, there's, there's talks of him being a vampire. In fact, one of the episodes is that the whole reason why Keanu Reeves went uh, missing for that long period of time, uh, uh, basically, he just made The Matrix, and then after he made The Matrix, he just never made another movie for a while, and then all of a sudden, bam, he was John Wick. Mm-hmm. He, uh, uh, he was kidnapped by Nicolas Cage's coven. Oh my mm. god. I mean, I would believe it. He was taken uh, to one of his castles, wasn't he? Yes. But here's the thing, is is Nicolas Cage has also disappeared for a very long period of time and then all of a sudden shown back up. And oftentimes when that's happened, that's, that usually means that they've either been cloned, they're an alien, or, or a demon succubus, because, you know, naturally. Um, so, but they can't figure it out because he, he, there's, there's almost no way he'd be one of those things because then it doesn't align. So they, they believe he, he's the one true villain of, of the entire world, that, that, that one day... Nicolas Cage, very similar to the movie Hellboy, he'll bring the end of the world. I believe it. I could see that. Have you seen his son that looks like a vampire? I have not. Oh my god. Okay, I'll send you a picture, because I feel like this even furthers the theory, I personally think, that he he 100% would be a, a family of vampires or villains or things where it's just, it's terrifying. Also, he named his son like Cal L something, like a uh, Cal Cal L something. I'm like, isn't that a reference to a comic book? Maybe I don't know. Superman. Superman. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh. Yes, indeed. Oh my. Oh my. Wow. Yes. Yes, indeed. He kind of actually looks like Bam Margera if he was trying to be like Kiss. 
Oh, okay, thank you. I was like, this is a backup kiss. Like, if kiss had, like, if you ever were, like, going to a bar after COVID, and they're like, oh, this is a kiss band, I would expect a gentleman or a person to look like this. Like, where yeah. they're trying to do makeup, but there's, like, no makeup. And you're like, I'm not really sure what you're channeling. Do you think that's a wig, or do you think that's his real hair? Uh, I I would say it's, it looks like his real hair. Mm-hmm. It's very shiny, so I was like, mm, could be either. Um, the the actors in general that I kind of had in uh in the idea of this all, uh, um, of course I was gonna have just every celebrity play themselves. Um, mm. I always enjoy when celebrities play themselves, like ex- exaggerated versions of themselves. So I, I I very much would be very very okay with all of this. Um. And I would say that mostly every conspiracy theory would be on the table, uh, barring, you know, the, the ones that are just like, okay, we're not going to touch that subject. Um, but uh, in, in general, the the, gener- uh, the, the, the premises of how they are trying to work up the rankings and discover what's kind of going on, because they want to be the ones to ultimately leak all the information and tell everybody, oh. like, hey, this all exists, and things like that. Uh, unbeknownst to Tom Hanks, unbeknownst to this whole service, and everything else. Um, yeah. Wait, I have a question. Does mm-hmm. that mean Tom Hanks is evil? If he's keeping uh, all the secrets, or no? See, see, we're gonna give, we're gonna give Tom Hanks this, this, uh, uh, kind of somewhat of, like, a, dang, you know what, it, I understand why he's doing it, but it's a bad thing, but, like, what else are you supposed to do? We're gonna give him that. But uh, they're very much in the. Uh, uh, have you ever seen the movie Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Yeah. In the in the very end, when Scotty Weaver's character, not really evil, because he's trying to make sure the whole world doesn't, you know, get get abolished. But at the same time, like, couldn't you think I thought a better way to do it? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 going to be Tom Hanks. Not necessarily going to be bad, but not necessarily going to be good. That gray area. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to tarnish his reputation in any capacity because he's, he's he's a wonderful man. Well, now it makes sense that we don't hear a lot of conspiracies about Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. how do you explain Chet? Oh yeah, that's. I mean that 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 is a little difficult. Uh, but that could you know like we can incorporate that into the show in some capacity. Can we know? have it that like um, Nicholas Cage got a hold of Chet and that's what happened? <laughs> yeah, that that that, that could be his vendetta against them. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, I, this is why I'm. This is why I'm happy I came on the show. This is just evolving even more. Listen, I'm I'm already excited. I just need the show to exist because I'm just imagining that headquarters to look like Men in Black, but like mm-hmm. on the computers, it's all like the gossip blocks and stuff instead of like alien things. It's the alt TMZ, <laughs> basically. Well, you know the the. I definitely did, you know, some, uh, um, of course, you know, just some general uh, uh, research for this of just like conspiracy theories and what's some like some really, some really good ones, mm-hmm. um, in terms of, just in terms of like what could be good, good different plot devices. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, um, now that Lord has come and gone, uh, um, I would say not like not necessarily come and gone. You know, like they, I, I, I hate when people kind of say that because because anybody can really come back and just just ultimately have career. You know, people are allowed to artists are allowed to, to work at their own pace. They're not they're not here for our for our you know work and stuff like that. Um, but she is uh, somebody who's been um, uh, known to be as as a person who's eternal youth. Um, mm. 
So, uh, uh, Lord is actually uh, the uh, person uh, is becoming a, uh, a victim of a potential assassination plot uh, <gasps> by an ancient Egyptian god. Um, yes. Uh, um, and, and in terms of that, you know, uh, uh, this is something that uh, everyone, you know, has to has to try to figure out as to who this ancient Egyptian god is and, and who it could potentially be. Um, and it actually turns out that it is uh, it is Tupac Shakur, uh, mm. just in disguise. Mm. He's been he's been chilling out there. Um, he he's been he's been hired by a third party, and the third party is also a mystery person. And I th- I thought I thought of like who this mystery person could be of just like of just like it's also pulling the strings in the background. Uh, um, and I, I thought it would be it would be kind of great to have somebody be like innocently like there's no way they could, but then oh my gosh they actually are very evil. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought of I the only person I could kind of think of just because growing up in my childhood I always kind of saw her in that mom role and that's Julia Roberts. Ooh. Um, if if Julia Roberts was like the secret one pulling it and she's like the one who wants to secretly be the head of it, but Tom Hanks wanting to let her in and they have some weird vendetta against everything. I sort of love that just because when you think of the 90s, like Julia Roberts and like Tom Hanks were like the stars. They were like in all like the rom-coms and the, you know, hits and the award-winning movies. So for them to be like the leaders, love it. Mm-hmm. Love that journey. And, you know, uh, and, and this is the thing is that not, not every not every conspiracy theory that is true is necessarily bad. Lord, Lord is somebody who just enjoys her life. She just decided that at this point... She just, you know, not, now's a good time to, to just emerge and become a celebrity. You know, mm-hmm. she'll she'll fade off into to obscurity. She may have right now, but she'll eventually fade off. You know, and and say, you know, all right, cool, I'm I'm done, and then she gets to go and, and live her life. Um, and actually, the the uh, uh um, I actually misspoke here earlier because I actually had this epiphany mere minutes before. Uh, I got on. The, I got onto the podcast, but I was actually going to name the Secret Service. It was actually going to be named uh, the Illuminati. And here's mm-hmm. the here's the big thing here. This was actually created by Tom Hanks because he thought, what a great idea to put this conspiracy theory out there that all these celebrities are part of this thing called the Illuminati. <laughs> but let's make it crazy that they control their thoughts that like nobody's nobody has free will and that they're like really secretly trying to sell all these products and they actually go and kill all these people and do all these things if they make it seem so crazy people will then not believe it Mm -hmm. so that everyone will turn a blind eye to it so if it's it's all it's all playing into the game of that like you can you can actually sneak sneak things under people's noses like without them even noticing that like if you just pretend you belong and everything's everything's in order no one will notice i'm obsessed with this concept i think it's so good i feel like the i feel like they they, they could definitely be like uh, uh hijinks and, and and a lot of a lot of fun and comedy to this very similar to again x-files there's there's plenty mm-hmm. of episodes that were very funny like overall it's going to be more of a a comedy versus a very like high stakes drama or is like the comedy in the fact they sort of pretend like it's high stakes drama and then you see it's like an army of avril being clones (laughs) taking over like the salt lake city mall or whatever yes i I, uh very very maybe even so like uh, uh dark humor and things of that nature too like maybe maybe a show on like on hbo 
Um, mm. So that way, that way, you know, we can divulge into the more, uh, you know, crazy conspiracy theories of, uh, uh, you know, like the demon, demons and things of that nature. What do you think the craziest conspiracy theory you'd want to cover would be? Um, see, I would, I would love to, um, I would love to do a some, something along the lines uh, um, that is that level of just crazy but like it is 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 borderline like oh man how could that also be thick that could actually be true um and the uh, um the i was thinking you know like i didn't want to do anything tasteless because i i wanted mm-hmm. to do something with i did want to do something with britney spears mm-hmm. uh but seeing as you know a lot, a lot of other things are coming out now uh, uh, of of everything there i definitely really didn't want to uh do anything necessarily tasteless but more so in the sense that uh, Brittany is actually a, a very high, high uh, uh, um, CIA operative, but she's mm-hmm. also a double crosser to the CIA to let everyone know in the Illuminati what's going on. Ooh. Mm. That's the only reason why she got into that was because of that. So, I mean, I love it. As you know, I am very Team Brittany. And everyone, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the documentary on Hulu yet, please watch it. Rob, do you have the people picked out, uh, the pair that won the their two, all the talent, and then Ninja Warrior Master Chef? Um, I in terms of in terms of actors, uh, I have not gotten the uh, the actress yet. But um, hold on one second, I forgot what his name was this up really quick i might i'm uh checking in with my uh research team right now they're looking to see which actor i'm thinking of uh i'm gonna butcher his name so forgive me all you listeners rami malek rami malek Malik, there you go. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. I got you. Yes, yes. Um, so I, I thought of him as the the uh, uh, lead role. Uh, I love him, Mr. Robot. I would, mm-hmm. I, but I also had the first time I ever saw him was the Egyptian Man in Nine at the Nine at the Museum. Heck so, yeah. uh, um, so for me, I would love to see his more comedic roles. So I'd love for him to see him more in a comedy series. But I, I feel like he can balance those two very well. Mm-hmm. I support that. He yeah, was really choice. he was really good in the Queen biopic too. He has the range, as they would say. Yes, in terms of the in terms of the actress, I I I've, I thought of somebody. I was trying to think of people that were uh, uh, up and coming and more so of a of a of a younger actress that was also in that same kind of role there. And and, and for whatever reason, my brain just kept spitting out like the worst actors or actresses, <laughs> and I I just kept it just kept not working there. So I felt like this was a great time to discuss. Um, discuss this uh, throughout uh, uh, the podcast. Who could be a good actress for this? Okay, what's the vibe we want this actress to have? Like, is she supposed to be? Is like because it sounds like um, Remy. Re, is it Remy or Remy? I'm going to second guess it. Is he's like the comedic one, right? So, do you want the girl to be like the straight man character, where she's more like, LOL, like I'm just gonna be serious, and then the foil of the jokes. Lo- I, I think I would like her to be. I think I would like her to be serious, um, 
but like more so in 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 in, in a uh more so in a funny way kind of mm-hmm. similar to uh like like in more of like a, a, a kind of like a badassy kind of way where she doesn't necessarily isn't going to uh uh she doesn't necessarily she laughs at jokes she thinks things are funny but she's not gonna mess around okay you know, I see. do you watch brooklyn 99 Yes, that's ex- exactly who I was thinking. <laughs> yes. Okay, glad we're all on the same page here. Okay, I would say, hmm, let me think about this. This is always the hardest part because all of us know um, characters like or actresses' faces, but the names, oh gosh, the hardest. Yeah. For and I don't know why, but when you said like an up and coming actress, the first person I thought of was Miranda Cosgrove, and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I heard this rumor that 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 uh, uh, in the Marvel on the whole Marvel universe that Sue Storm may be Jennifer Lawrence, and that's all I could think of in this now. Like like ever since that came up, like like for whatever reason that is the first name that kept coming up in my head, and I was like, no, that's not that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> what about um the girl who played um. Um, I don't know if y'all have watched Bridgerton, but the girl who played Daphne, who was like the main girl in it. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. I think she was really talented and I think it'd be interesting to see her in definitely a different type of role. I don't know what her real name is. I could definitely see that. Um, I I could also see, I I mean, I mean, I haven't seen her in any other, really any other role other than the Queen's Gambit, but uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. I, I, I would also that would be great. I, I would also be I would also be partial to that. I was um, thinking of that, but I also just saw the Golden Globes, and her outfit was amazing. Uh, I definitely I definitely think that it is uh, uh, somebody somebody who can have a wide range, and yeah, she definitely looks like she she could. Mm-hmm. I think it's also too because she'll be a bit younger. I feel like we always say Zendaya, but I'm gonna say it again because if you know the facts are there, the facts are there. Like I think she'd be good at it. See I, I, I love I, I love the the craziness that the show can get into in just terms of just like how how just just absolutely insane people have gone with with conspiracy theories because i mean i kind of grew up in 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 the realm of tupac shakur still alive mm-hmm. uh you know biggie killed tupac all that stuff like i i kind of grew up with that i never really grew up with no, no no you don't understand you don't understand britney spears is a cia operative like she 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 is the one she helped do 9-11 like i i just i, I never understood that I think my favorite crazy one is that Katy Perry is really John Bonet Ramsey, which is just so absolutely insane for so many, like just based on birthdays, based on everything surrounding everything is just like the amount of disbelief you have to put your mind into to accept that one is, I I don't know who started it. I don't know why people think it's right, but. Just because they both little blonde girls don't mean anything, y'all. Um, uh, Tom, uh, Tom Hiddleston and uh, Taylor Swift's relationship uh, was a sham. That that is a conspiracy theory. Um, and the actual conspiracy theory that I had for that was that they they were uh, both both specifically put into that. Uh, both were the next trial for this program. 
Um, and they both they both realized that they could not they just could not stand each other. They couldn't work together. Uh, so that's why it wasn't actually a sham. I mean, we've all heard the Taylor Swift song Getaway Car, which is about their romance and how she used him as a getaway car to get away from Calvin Harris. And mm. there's a new one on her most recent album, Evermore, which, oh, why am I blanking on the name of this song? It's not tolerate it. It's, oh God, this is, all the Swifties are going to come for me for this one. But um, it's a new one where basically the concept is, um a long story short it's called long story short uh it was like the wrong guy basically which is also about that situation so listen i can see taylor being like "Mm, yeah this isn't gonna work out if we're supposed to be taking over this whole shebang taking over the illuminati it ain't gonna work with tom hiddleston his long story short it was the wrong guy yeah, I, I you know this is something that uh, uh, that I I kind of like the dynamic in which that like you can we can kind of explore it because it doesn't necessarily need to uh, even if a character dies doesn't necessarily need to mean that the actual celebrity died so that that's, that's kind of nice is that you know like like because there's there's I never realized how many of them there are but oh my gosh there are so many this celebrity is actually dead uh, uh, ones and I, I it's it is. It is kind of very funny, just like when you sit back and just go like, "Wow, people, people, people have a lot of time on their hands." Mm-hmm. They do. They truly do. My uh, my one of my favorite ones was uh, uh, that that I actually ended up finding was uh, uh, was Marilyn, it was you know about the whole Marilyn Monroe uh, John F Kennedy thing. And it, the reason why it ended up becoming my favorite was because I thought of a line that would be great for the show, and that was like when they're first kind of having the realization of that, like, oh my god, all the conspiracy theories are true, and they're just throwing conspiracy theories at Tom Hanks, and then uh, one of them says that like John F. Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe, and then Tom Hanks immediately replies with, "Yes, Marilyn Monroe shot Tom, uh, shot uh, John F. Kennedy in the head uh, on the grass. You know, everybody knows that already." And then just like, and then they like, Wait, "What?" <laughs> oh no not the grassy knoll oh my god <laughs> that's fantastic and i uh the the definitely the the, the Katy perry john benet ramsey um having it be that like they they have to go they uh you know have to go and like rehypnotizer very similar to uh the winter soldier in captain america where they had to oh, hypnotize no. him back to back to being Katy perry again Oh gosh! And a- every I'm... time, every time they do, she loses a little bit of her hair. Oh no! It's you see her picking out her costumes for tour, and they start looking like the little um, pageant outfits, and they're like, "Oh, gotta go <laughs> hypnotize her again!" Oh my god! They, and and uh, the whole uh, it explains the whole um, California girls phase uh, of her career. Mm-hmm. She actually was eluding the service for a very long time. She was starting to go back. Oh no! okay this is fantastic do you think the name of the show would be like illuminati or do you have a full different name for it well i thought of i thought of slub files i thought of slub uh slub um uh that that was about all that i could i could really come up with uh, um in terms of that i wanted to kind of try to keep it simple um that way people are can you know like like can be like oh you tuned in um thinking about trying you know marketing 
for yeah. marketing to people and things like that. I think celeb files would be good for that. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be, it would be, um, uh, it would be something that, that ultimately, uh, it would be kind of a, um, a tongue in cheek reference to X-Files that like, you know, very similar vibe to it all. Um, you know, making sure that, of course, you know, we get the rights from uh, Fox to have something very similar. We don't get, we don't want to get sued. Yeah, that would be bad. And then especially now because the... it's Disney. Yeah, Disney. yeah, there's no winning against them. <laughs> oh lord. Well, I mean, we could always try to just be like, "Hey, Fox, do you want to buy this idea?" <laughs> have it like WandaVision, where they have all the old TV shows in it. But it's fine because they pretty much own all of those shows to begin with. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my gosh. And then I'm imagining like the theme song for this to be like one of the theme songs for like those criminal shows that are like no 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 like very like dark and mysterious. But then like it turns into like a pop remix. So like it starts with that and then it's like I don't know, like remixed with some Britney Spears sounding like pop song. No, just me. I always said that. Uh, no, no, I, I'm definitely with you there because I always said that growing up, I always wanted to have a uh, action, like make an action movie, have it be completely serious. But uh, at the very end, when the action heroes is doing the last big stunt thing, he just stops and looks at the camera and gives a thumbs up and smiles, and then there's a little sparkle, and then it just goes back to everything being like normal and crazy and actiony and things like that. So I love the idea of this having like a very serious theme song and a very serious tone to it um, and then you just like watch it and be like what What am I watching? I'm watching Avril Lavigne be tackled and there's like 40 <laughs> of them Do you think Avril would agree to be on the soundtrack? Do you think she would do mm-hmm. like a cover, or not a cover, but like a, a re-edition of Skater Boy or maybe Complicated would be better for this situation Oh yeah, like at one point in time they all, like all the clones turn and there's like 800 of them and they're singing that song all at once <laughs> Like that's their that's their power of taking them down, trying to take yes. them down. Was it complicated the music video that was set in the mall? Oh, I believe so. Yeah. So like part of the episode is like a recreation, but instead of like all the band members, it's just like all the Avril clothes. <laughs> They're all in like the tank top and and tie. Oh my god! How did we think that was like a look? I remember in like two thousand two or three when it came out. People like seriously wearing a white tank top and tie, like see him at the mall, and you're like, oh, this this is the the style I need to have. As I was like, you know, twelve, being like, this is how I will create my look, putting on a tie with a tank top and some like cargo camo pants. Why did we allow that as a society? I don't know. I mean, we 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 loved it at the time. Definitely, everybody wanted to be a skater boy, apparently. <laughs> Truly. And society hasn't been the same since. I mean, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what if we start just marking time as, like, pre-Avril and post-Avril? I kind of like this. Uh, it, it, um, how would how would you abbreviate it here? P-A, P-A and... P- P-O-A? Or you could do before before Avril, so B-A and after mm-hmm. Avril, so A-A. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. this. B-A and A-A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the time frame that the <laughs> Illuminati uses. Was it B-A or was it A-A? 
something that just got me excited because because you mentioned this are you mentioned that diana of, of of avril recording uh the idea of, of of presenting a trailer and having complicated be in a very uh, dark and ominous tone <gasps> very similar to how new trailers are doing that with songs like oh my god this that this, this sounds lovely being able oh to produce something god. like that i would lose my mind if they just had like a scary version of complicated Okay, well, now this has to happen. This is no longer a pitch. This is a an official pitch. Like, Mr. Um, Disney executive that owns all the channels, Mr. Netflix, Mr. Hulu, which is also Mr. Disney, please hire us. Like, we got you. Think of this. Think of the the cultural impact we will make. Yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 I'm pretty cheap. I mean, like, you can give me, you can give me, like, I don't know, like $10,000 and, like, a bag of Doritos. I'm good. I think you should go I'm for at least expensive. at least two bags of Doritos. All right, yeah, maybe like two bags of like the three D Doritos that just came out. Mm. Oh, that's true. You definitely want to get your money's worth. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, I think we're nearing the end of our time. Is there anything else on this amazing show you would like to add, Rob? Uh, no, I do believe we've uh, covered all of uh, my ideas. And what beautiful ideas they were! They're wonderful. Rob, if anyone wants to reach out to you and hire you to create the show, where should they reach you at? Uh, you can uh, find me. I'm actually on Twitter. Uh, my tag is robc0130 because I am creative and original. <laughs> uh, and if you go on there, I just yell things about baseball. So you're probably going to be like, oh, God, no, I'm going to turn right back around. So, I mean, maybe they like baseball. Who knows? If you enjoy it, then I, I yell. I yell a lot. And yelling on Twitter just means caps lock, as we know. Yes, true. Well, everyone, go follow Rob, and then when you're done following him, follow us. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Hires Hollywood. Um, always send us your ideas at hollywood at gmail.com. Also, this week, I think if you want to, you can send us what your favorite celebrity conspiracy theory is. Um, and then maybe we'll read it on the next one if anyone ever emails us, you guys. I've been checking the junk mail even, you guys. It's, it would wow. be very nice. But, you know, I'm committed. One day we'll get an email that's not from spam. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. But until that day, everyone have a blessed evening, morning, whatever time of day it is. And we will see you next week. Bye.